You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For everything, for everything indie, for everything cults, it's the Blue Horseshoe now. Here's your host, George Bremer and Ryan Hickey. And welcome back into the Blue Horseshoe Podcast. Game week, Colts, Texans, a few days away. This is our season preview edition of the uh, Blue Horseshoe Podcast. George, looking ahead now, looking at the division. You have picked the Colts to win the division. I have picked the Colts to win the division. People that are, I would say, smarter than us, would you say, Las Vegas? Would that be a, a trustworthy source for uh, for sports info and predictions? Yeah, they kind of base their living on that, so I would go with them. They are, you're right, pretty good and pretty accurate. There are some interesting numbers coming this week from BetMGM. They have revealed which teams have gotten the most money, who have gotten the most tickets on them in terms of each team to win each division. When you go to the AFC South, according to BetMGM, they have received the most tickets to win the division on the Colts. 50% of all bets made ticket-wise on the AFC South winner have been on the Colts. And when you look at the most money coming in on a team to win the division, 75% of the money coming in to win the AFC South is on the Colts. I think there's also a theme here, George, because there is one last uh, little trigger they have. The biggest liability in the division, ironically or not, it's the Colts. The Sharps are high on the Colts. Are they right? We'll see. I mean, I tend to agree with them, you know, and I think that they, that's what they do. They study this, you know, they 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 put their lives around this. So we're not talking about people just throwing darts right now. These are people who, you know, this is how they make their their living. Uh, and they're saying Indianapolis is going to win the division. And I think you can see why. Um, I think the Harold Landry injury, I, I'd love to know how much this came in late. I mean, the A.J. Brown thing we talked about earlier um, and in how that could affect the Titans. But I think the Harold Landry injury is another big blow for Tennessee. You know, now you've got Bud Dupree kind of on his own out there on the edge. And this is a very good defense. I think it's a very underrated defense. But they lost a really big piece of that defense uh, before the season started. And I people look at these things, and I think they feel like they have confidence in Indianapolis. But I think the one thing the Colts have said consistently this spring, after last year you had seven Pro Bowlers and you didn't make the playoffs, you they understand as well as anybody you've got to get it's got to happen on the field it doesn't matter it's great that the vegas looks at them that way it's great that you and i look at it this way they've got to do it and, and i think they really understand on a level that maybe hasn't been there the last couple of years and everything you could ask for george to go your way has gone your way right the the titans lost 
their second best offensive player, we'll say, in AJ Brown this offseason. They've lost one of their best defensive players in Harold Landry. Unfortunately, that one's for injury. You're not, you know, happy to see that, but that's still a huge blow on the field. So two of their most important contributors are now gone. The Colts have shored up their biggest weakness in terms of quarterback, getting Matt Ryan in, Carson Wentz out. The only real advantage I would give Tennessee heading into this season over the Colts is head coach. I think Mike Vrabel's mm-hmm. a really damn good coach. And with the, all the injuries they suffered last year, still go 12 and five, win the division, and get the number one seed in the AFC. I would say he definitely deserves that nod. But otherwise, like I would take Matt Ryan over Ryan Tannehill. You want to say Jonathan Taylor, Derek Henry's a wash? Okay, fine. I like the Colts offensive line better. I know there's questions about right. We've talked to all the questions about the receivers and tight ends. I would still take them over what Tennessee has right now for sure. Defense, I, I would go with the Colts, even though, like you said, Tennessee was a really good defense last year. This has like if you're not going to do it this year, George, honestly, I think I might be done picking the Colts to win the division uh, for a very long time. I'm with you. It feels like a now or never season. I mean, when you look at the things that have kind of all stacked in, in the Colts way and they should be motivated. I mean, not that you're not motivated every year, but the way last season ended and, and, and all the streaks that we've been talking about, there should be plenty. Of, they haven't won the division since 2014. You know, that's another one. Every other team in the division has won the division since the last time the Colts won the AFC South. It, it, that should get their attention as well. And it just feels like everything is, is lined up that this is the year. If you don't do it now, you know, when, when are you going to do it? Be a hell of a story. Nice little revenge tour for sure. Right. To kind of write extra slowly exercise all those demons and cross off the list. The season, you know, losing streak cross off the list. The Jaguars uh, losing streak in Jacksonville cross off the list. The division, you know, losing streak as well. This should be the year where I said that, that all, a lot of those streaks do come to an end. The sharps are on the Colts again. 75% of the money coming into Ben MGM to win the division are on the Colts. Those guys are no dummies. We are both with them uh, in terms of this year winning the division. And how about the rest of the AFC, George? Because I think it's very interesting. I think we're starting to see a theme here with this Colts team as well. We feel good, but there is still a large variable with this team to where it could be a 12-5 and team. It could be an 8-9 and team. According to Ben MGM, they had the Colts in the division of the four teams as the biggest liability. Now, earlier this week, The Athletic put out a little poll, a little article, ranking all the AFC teams 1 through 16. They took five NFL front office executives and had them rank each team where they were. So this is the Colts have, you know, five rankings, one from 16. Here's where the five guys ranked them. One ranked the Colts as the fourth best team in the AFC. Another ranked them as the ninth best, fifth best, 12th best, and fourth best. So that is all over the map, George. There is anything right now but a consensus. It's more good than bad, but it kind of goes back to being the biggest wild card in this division and being one of the bigger wild cards in the AFC. That's where this Colts team is in part because there's so many question marks we just aren't sure of right now. Yeah, you know, and I think somebody mentioned in that article the offensive line specifically, and that is, you know, we're going to have to see how that goes. We talked about that a week ago that you really didn't get a look at them in the preseason, not the five guys we're going to start together, not for any kind of extended period of time. Uh, and you wonder, you know, has that offensive line taken a step back? They did not live up to their standard last year. A no. lot of that was was written down to health. You've got a healthy Quentin Nelson. You've got a healthy Ryan Kelly. You've got a healthy Braden Smith. That should get you back on track, but it's not a guarantee. And I think that's definitely something that that certainly bears watching, is especially early in the year as this starts to unfold. Uh, but again, you know, the, the the positive kind of quote in there was along the lines of what we were talking about. Matt Ryan getting this ball into receivers' hands on time, 
putting in the right place, letting them make plays after the catch uh, changes everything for this offense. And I think that's something that, that really most people are putting their, their stock in. But I also think some of the volatility is just inherent to the AFC itself right now. I mean, just look at the AFC West ranking those four teams. If we get 10 people together, you're probably going to get 10 different orders as yep. far as who's going to win the division, who's last, where they come in. And the whole conference kind of feels that way. There's a lot of teams. You've got some that, that are more heavily favored, like obviously Buffalo and Kansas City and Cincinnati are pretty consistently up at the top as, as potential AFC champs. But you've got this wide group of contenders behind them from like four to 12 where the Colts range was. You can probably order those teams just about any way you like and have a really good argument for doing it. Going back to that much line, I mean, they get this also too. It's a fair question because I mean they got manhandled in Jacksonville. Like there's there's mm-hmm. no excuse that that was just you know you, there's a lot of blame to go around for that loss. A lot of it has to do with the offensive lines. There was you know they couldn't get any push in that game. So you're right, you know that was the last time we saw this unit fully healthy. I know there's been a little you know there's been some changes around for sure, but not a good showing for sure. You know they have three of the five staples uh, back. When you look around and like you said, the AFC is so tough because there's a lot of good teams here. And a lot, I think, after, you know, the elite teams, let's say like Buffalo and and even, you know, Cincinnati put up there, there's a lot of teams on, on very similar planes. I'm curious your thoughts here, George. We look around. I have the Colts right now heading to the 2022 season. I think they're sixth. I think the Bills are better. I think the Bengals are better. I would put the Chiefs above them. I put the Broncos, and I would say the Chargers. I think those five teams right now are better than the Colts. But when you look around, the Colts, I think, are, are at the same level, if not better than the Ravens. I think they're better than the Dolphins. I think they're better than the Raiders. I right now I'm clearly better than the Titans. Is that fair? Is there any team that I either left out or, or maybe included that you say, ah, I think they're better than the Colts right now when at least in terms of the AFC one through 16 right there at number six? Yeah, I think five or six is right in that range. I mean, Baltimore, you, like you said, you can make an argument with them. Um, I think Baltimore's in a very similar situation to Indianapolis where they feel like they had better talent last year than, than the results showed. And I think they're kind of in that same boat. You know, there's a lot of question marks. There's a lot of things that you can look at over there and feel really good about, especially that defense and that run game. But there's also some questions, you know, can they get a passing game to go? And I think Colts are kind of in that same same zone. I think Tennessee is still really close with them. I think it's it's a really close battle between those teams. Uh, but I really feel like you could, you know, you could take any 10 teams in the AFC and it, it's really the any given Sunday situation. I really think, you know, depending on on who's clicking that day, there's probably 10 teams that a field goal one way or the other determines it. And you're right. And that's when you, too, you look at kind of the landscape of the conference here. There is upward mobility for this team. Like really only team right now heading to the year where I can definitively say, yeah, the Colts will probably never be at any point better than them. I would say it's the Bills. I know they smoked them last year, but the Bills, I think, are one of the best teams in all the NFL. But it's like, I could see the Colts, if, if things go there when they, you know, they play up to the level we think they should and kind of things click, I think they could surpass the Bengals this season. I think they could be better than the Chiefs, better than the Broncos, better than the Chargers. Like that is the good news, at least uh, in terms of, you know, where the AFC is loaded is sure. It's going to be tough. And like I said, there's a lot of teams that could play, you know, the, maybe who knows the Raiders could be the best team in, in the NFL. We don't, you know, don't see that coming. I'm not sure many people thought the Titans last year would be the number one seed in the AFC when the regular season and for sure. But there definitely is upward mobility for this team. Again, if they take care of their own business where they're not, you know, truly stuck in, let's say, that second tier, they absolutely can rise. And they can, I think, rise pretty high in the AFC if, again, the theme of really the last few years, 
if they can kind of live up to the potential that on paper, roster-wise, should be there for this team. That's, I think the Colts and the Titans and the Bills have a little bit of an advantage because if you look at the divisions, you would put the South and, and the AFC East at the bottom. The, the, the West and the North are, are tougher groups you know, right now. Even without Deshaun Watson, the Browns aren't going to be an easy out every week. Right. And I think when, when you look at that situation, I think there's a chance there if Buffalo takes care of business within the AFC East, if either the Colts or the Titans take care of business within the AFC South, that's kind of how Tennessee got that number one seed last year. Take care of the division first, and because there's so much volatility across the the entire landscape of the conference, that could be a really big edge. You know, those AFC West teams are going to beat each other up, and then when they get outside of the division, they're still going to have to face teams like Cincinnati and Baltimore and Cleveland and the Bills and the, Colts, and the Titans you know? and the Colts. You know, so it's I, I think Buffalo, the Colts, Tennessee might have a little bit of an edge in in that regard. That's a really good point, George, because, right, I mean, come playoff time, if you're exhausted going through the grind and the AFC West lives up to the hype we think it will, whoever wins that division, whoever, let's say, gets a wild card or two, I mean, who knows, maybe that could be, a, if the Colts win the division, that could be a team coming into Indy week, you know, a wild card weekend. You're right, that Colts have do have an advantage where they're not grinding it out and kind of their season's not on the line every single week. And for the first time in a long time, roles were diverse where the Colts are kind of the ones playing for their lives every day, and every game because they dig themselves in an early hole. Now they could be on the other side, which is hopefully the theme of the season, George, kind of flipping those narratives here and in those streaks. And for the first time in a long time, kind of like you said, taking care of business, getting off to a hot start. And it's amazing if you do take care of the division, get off to a hot start. Things are setting up really, really nicely for the Colts in division and for the rest of the AFC, even with a loaded, uh, loaded conference for sure. So the season is a few days away. This is a Colts team, folks. Should be a division winner. Should be hosting at least one playoff game. And again, depending on how the conference does break out and if you can get a few question marks for the Colts answered, there's a lot of upward mobility where they could be making a deep run in the postseason for sure. Very excited. Our next pod will be out on Friday morning. Again, you're all set for the big week one matchup. Colts, Texans, so make sure to be always liking and subscribing to the Blue Horseshoe Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And between now and then, Follow us on Twitter at GM Bremers, where you can find George. He'll be at practice every single day this week, giving you all the lowdown, all the updates as the Colts get ready for their first game week of the season. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three. Game week, George. Texans a few days away. And with that, a few more days closer to answering finally some questions uh, about this Colts team. It's going to be a very interesting, fun season for sure. That was our Colts preview pod right here on the Blue Horseshoe Podcast.